To the Real to Life podcast, part of BND TV's weekly lineup. I am your host, Michael G. Davis, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. And we have another phenomenal guest for you all today. So we are super excited about that. Before we bring them on, we want to remind you that we are streaming live, live, live to our Facebook business page as well as our YouTube channel. So for those of you all that are checking us out, we want to invite you to place your comments in the chat and as well as your questions and take part in today's show. Now, if you have a real estate need, like looking to buy a house or or maybe you're thinking of selling your home, we invite you to stay on after the show for a very special message just for you. Okay, and uh, maybe you are thinking about getting your real estate license. We have a number of people. We get that a lot, especially with uh, the different resources that we offer at Brooks and Davis, really geared towards people that want to get into this career. This is a great career to get into. So maybe you're thinking about that. Uh, Maybe you're already licensed and you're not getting the support that you feel like if you had, if you had the type of support, the type of resources, the type of encouragement, then, then he... You know, maybe if you're if you're receiving that or you're not receiving that where you are and you're considering making an adjustment, then for both of those, we invite you to stay on and in staying on. I mean, we invite you to stay on and learn more about what we have to offer at Brooks and Davis real estate firm. So uh, without further ado, I want to bring to the stage our guest for today. Um, He is a husband. He is a father of two boys. He's a mentor. He's a life learner. uh, And he's also a realtor plus graphic designer. Uh, I want to bring to the stage today, Mr. Archie McCoy III. Archie, how are you doing today, bud? Doing well. Doing well, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, man. Look, it is definitely our our pleasure for having you be able to be a guest and participate on today's Real to Life podcast. Uh, you know, Archie, of my 18 years of being in the real estate industry, <laughs> I feel that as a real estate professionals, we hadn't been appreciated, right? <laughs> that our clients, our customers, sometimes even our colleagues put us in a box, True. not recognizing that we're people, you know, people with passions, people with many layers. So I wanted to create a platform uh, where real estate professionals like yourself could come on and showcase the many passions that you have in addition to being in real estate. Uh, and with me being, you know, a master certified coach, success coach, um, we may do a little bit of coaching as well. Sometimes we find that our coaching conversations are good for the audience, that people can glean, glean you know, some great content away from that as well. So that's really what the Real to Life podcast is all about. I know when they hear your story, when the audience hears your story and learn about you, they're going to want to connect with you. So where can they find you on social media? So I'm, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's a real McCoy, uh, Facebook and uh, even uh, LinkedIn. So um, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm, I'm all over that. So they can they can reach out to me, have any questions. Um, to the end of the day, like I'm real big on just trying to help people. Yeah. So uh, I think coming from a, a design background, too, it's just kind of part of my DNA, you know, so. Absolutely. Helping yeah. people. Yes. Well, good stuff, man. Well, look, I, I always start off the show with the same question, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to ask you the same question, you know, because again, this show is always, it's about, you know, passions. Like what are you doing in spite of real estate? So what are the hobbies or activities that you uh, and your family oh, are, are a part of? So um, I enjoy, um, again, Kind of going back to helping people, right? I enjoy that, and this passion that I currently am, am working in, it, it just kind of came about. So what happened was uh, when me and my wife were getting together, she was real big on finances and getting stuff together, and I'm like, oh, you know, I make enough money, I should be able to afford what I need, 
and kind of go from there. And she's like, hey, let me put it down on paper. Let me do all these kind of things. And it took a little while to get there. So <laughs> once I got there, I was like, oh, OK, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Right. And then coming up with a plan to be able to knock some debt down, do some other things like that. Um, that that it sparked it. So right. So I feel like there are times when you plant seeds and there are times when you nurture the seed. And then there's another time when you harvest it. And I've come to come to the conclusion that I'm not always that person for all three. So I might be the person just to plant it. Right. I might be the person just to nurture it. And I may be the one to help harvest it. But uh, ultimately, wherever I fall in that category of people that I meet, that's just kind of how I, I approach it. And I had a guy, an older gentleman, kind of talking to me about some stuff. And this was before I got into real estate. Um, well, I should say we had a rental property at the time, but he was just talking like bigger. Right. And I, I couldn't fathom the one point two million, the this, that and the other three point five, like all these things. I was like, wait, what? I can do that. You know, yeah. and um, when I started asking questions, I was like, OK, so how do I do that? And he was like, yeah, well, when you get your stuff together, if I could get my stuff together, I wouldn't be asking you how. Right. right. So I got real frustrated in that. In that. And then um, my wife was like, oh, wait, I know somebody, a friend of hers, uh, her dad. You know, he, he's been doing real estate for a while. He's an investor and all these kind of things. So um, I ended up he introduced us to her. She introduced us to him. And within. I kid you not, within an hour, we had already like talked about refinancing our car how we what do we do to refinance the house like like all these little things to save save money in places we didn't know we had mm -hmm. so once i started embracing that and seeing that i was like wait it's so many it's so many people that don't see it right so i don't see it or don't know it don't know the information is out there um so i was real big on getting people that information and and palettes that they can actually you know kind of take on because i know when it came to me it was kind of like drinking water from a fire hose it was just so much information that i just i some of the terminology i didn't even know so yeah. you know now understanding like if i can break it down as far as the terminology wise and and aspects of it it just makes it easier for people to fully understand because it's not as incomprehensible as people think Absolutely. uh it's just not taught so yeah no, absolutely. So what it sounds like you're telling me, Archie, is, is that one of the things that you're passionate about is financial literacy, financial yes. education. Yes. Absolutely. And, yes. and, the, and the way that you got uh, passionate about that was because of you all, your own experience uh, as it relates to that. What else? What other hobbies are you and your family a part of? So just recently, we, we just took a, uh, took a trip. We took a trip to, uh, to Europe. Oh. And we were able to expose, I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old, right? So we were able to expose them to other parts of the world wow. uh, because I don't want them to have this, this uh, singular view of how life works, right? So we, we took a trip. We went to a few countries, did some things like that. And then like now I'm planning another one. It's like, okay, well, when are we going to do a mission trip? Like when are we going to mm -hmm. show them a different part of how people live? Because right. everybody's not like on these high horses and these tall mountains and like all this other kind of stuff. Right. There's some people that don't know when their next meal will come from. Right. Like, you know, how are we going to help them? Right. So just kind of I want to make sure that they're exposed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, that I've been kind of tasked with raising men. Yeah. Right. And the, the more I read and the more research I do, I'm realizing that this world is like so feminized in so many ways <laughs> that I'm trying to protect my boys. Right. Like yeah. I want them to sit down and like, you know, go throw some dirt or something like, you like be a boy. It's okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm real passionate about my, my family. Um, just, just coming from a single family home, uh, being able to have, have a, a unit. Right. Uh, and a healthy one at that too. So um, yeah, just, I'm, yeah, I'm parent, me and my wife are passionate about marriage yeah. um, finances uh, and, you know, art has been a, a long, long uh, passion of mine is how I got into design. Oh, wow. So, like, I was oh, maybe 16, 17, mm -hmm. and I would sit, see, that's before they had, like, these fancy children's churches. Yeah, like, I would yeah. sit in the pew, <laughs> and I had, I had to bring my paper. I was drawing on stuff. So, like, I was, I was just drawing, just doodling and stuff, and my mama noticed it. So she started, like, giving me other things, like, structured things to draw, right? So I'm drawing, I'm drawing, and then, you know, that's like, yeah, two, three years later, you know, I'm sitting here like, okay, what do I want to do? Like, 
the decision to go into graphic design was not based on money. Mm. It was based on a passion that I had, right? Mm -hmm. And my passion was to do art. So I learned that in doing art and doing design are two different things. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. you know, art, you have your heart is in it and you have the interpretation and all that kind of stuff. Design, you have to you have to make sure that people are interpreting it how you want it. Absolutely. So it's a little bit of art and and structure to it, too. So um, it's just it's a different craft. Yeah, no, and absolutely. Then once I found that, it was kind of like, OK, like this is this is where I want to be. And I actually moved to Houston uh, to do that. So and I've wow. been there ever since. Yeah. So, so how long have you been doing graphic design? Um, about 20 years now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so is this so the graphic design? So you were doing graphic design prior to you getting into real estate? Yes. Yes. So I've, I've been in real estate about six years now. Yeah, and yeah. I would. I mean, I would love to hear. I mean, because I would think now like, this is just my thought that mm -hmm. you know, being being in real estate, and we'll probably get into more detail about this later. But being in the real estate, it requires mm -hmm. a lot of marketing, digital marketing, and design work, and things like that. So I would imagine that it translates very well. Uh, over it, to that. But my but my question is with the graphic design. So like you do graphic design, like people hire you and pay yes. you to kind of do the design work and things for them. Yes. As a, as a business. Wow. Yes. That's, that's yes. So I've, I've been freelancing uh, since I started design. So even through school, I've been freelancing. Mm -hmm. um, and just recently I have a few clients in like Chicago, Tul Tulsa, some places like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm still doing it, man. Like, I, I love it. I enjoy it. Like, I again, it's still part of helping people. So, like, I see it when I can help a small business. Um, when, you know, somebody comes to you and they say, hey, I got this idea, this dream in my, in my heart to do, but how do I do it, right? So, yeah. like, I'm not the kind of person that's going to say, okay, here's your logo, and here you go. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm not an expert. Like, as a realtor, I can only talk about, the, you know what I'm saying, I'm an expert in this, right? So I can't go into electrician and all that. Even if I know some of it, that's just not right. what I do. That's not your but lane. As, not your yeah. lane. Yeah. But as a designer, um, I can still kind of give direction. Like, okay, hey, you know, you can, people say you got to have all these things. Like, hey, you can go get a DBA and you can start doing something, right? Yeah. You can go do this. Or this is how you go, your LLC. Like just doing little things like that to get people. Because a lot of people freeze just because yeah. they don't know the steps and they don't want to mess up. Yeah. So when I can give them a little guidance toward that, you know, that way of, of building a brand or whatever it case may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm all excited about that. Wow, man. That's a, I mean, it does. It takes a special kind of person to be able to sit down in front of that computer and and get those juices flowing. You know, <laughs> so I so I applaud you, man. So how do you like so how do you incorporate that into your real estate business? So that was the that was the thing. So when I first started, um uh, it was a smaller brokerage that I was with and I was, I, I kind of got snobby. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to come here, but I can't do that logo. Like I, I, I can't, I can't be a designer and I can't like, so you got to help me help you. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I ended up helping uh, and doing that just kind of rebranding. Right. Just cause I mean, I just wouldn't feel right passing out a card. I know I could do better. Absolutely. So um, that's kind of how I got into that. And it was one of the things I've been kind of teeter-tottering a little bit too. Is like getting into real estate. I want to be known for real estate. I want to help people in that area and build legacy, right? I really yeah. want to do that. Like that's Absolutely. in my heart to do. Absolutely. And I have a story behind that too that we could kind of talk about it later. But like, um, I didn't want to get caught up in just doing design work and not being able to learn the the business. Yeah. So what I have learned in in bringing in what I've learned from design is that I've had so many different type of clients and I've had to maneuver through people that that knew a little bit enough to be dangerous, right? Um, people that didn't know anything and just trust you with everything you said and people that didn't trust anything you said because they they thought they knew everything. Yeah. Um, so and it's the same thing when you come around somebody that bought a house like 15 years ago and they think, oh, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey, this market changed like two weeks ago right. and it has changed another week. It might change tomorrow, you know? So yes. like just because you bought a house doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing because you got what, different lenders, you got different yeah. inspectors, like everything is different. There's so many different facets of it. So um, I've just learned to, to have patience uh, and to be able to really like speak to, um, I guess, the heart of the client. Right. Because mm -hmm. like as a designer, I can give you what I think you want. Mm -hmm. But 
I can give you also what you desire, right? So I can show you and educate you along the way about, hey, this is what people look for in a logo. This is when you want to keep it simple. If you want to keep it to a one, two color job to where when you get ready to print, it's, it's cheap, yeah. right? So it still looks nice. It's crisp. It's clean. But you can still come off professionally, but you don't have to spend that kind of money. Absolutely. Right. So just yeah. kind of working the, working through those things like, hey, what do you plan on doing with your logo? What do you plan on doing with your brand? Yeah. So I had to do that to myself. And it's one of the hardest things to do <laughs> is to, like, be my own client. Right. Because it took me it literally took me forever to come up with something that I liked. Yeah. And then even then, it's like if I can keep it simple, then it just lets allows me to do more. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, I could I could definitely imagine uh, the extent of time that it probably took you to come to uh, a realization. But here's the thing, man. Let me let you off the hook a little bit, though. Right. So, you know, even with me and kind of rebranding and, you know, where mm -hmm. I wanted my lane to be at in this business. So that's how I kind of came up with the SEO coach, Mike Brand. Yeah. You know, it seems as if it's something that's been there for years, man. But we probably solidified this thing less than two years ago. So wow. literally, sixteen. It took me sixteen years to figure out wow. what I wanted, yeah, and which direction that I really wanted to be known for, yeah, yeah, in this business. So I, I say all that to say, Archie, go a little easy on yourself, man. It's okay, bro. <laughs> take time. Like when well, I, great, I feel like I started so late, man. I feel like I started so late because I just there's so many things I just didn't know, right? Yeah. And like now that I know, I'm just like I'm just trying to like it's like. To me, it's again talking about finances. It's kind of like, okay, you didn't know anything about retirement. You didn't know when when people was telling you, "Hey, do you want to match?" You're like, "No, I want all my money." When you could have matched up to six percent, and you could have got, you know, what I'm saying, like you could have got that money for free. Yeah. But you didn't know, and they're not gonna tell you. They're gonna offer it to you. You take it or you don't. Yeah. So now I'm just trying to like, I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm trying not to beat myself up so much. Yeah, but then I'm sitting here like, hey, you gotta play like, it's, you gotta catch up. So what I'm what I've looked at doing is. If I can set the foundation, right, mm -hmm. for my family, for my the next generation, mm -hmm. uh, no matter how far I go, then they can take it from there. Absolutely. So I'm just learning that, man, it's so many articles and stuff that I've read that, like, you could be, you could come out of poverty right now. Mm -hmm. The next generation can go right back if they're not yeah. educated and prepared to handle what it is you've given them. That's so, right. like, just saving the money or just making the money and investing the money and putting their name on it is not guaranteeing that you're going to have a legacy, you know, in that, in that, in that, in that arena. Yeah. So being able to educate them. And like, I think when we talked, we talked about the the board game, uh, rich dad, oh, poor dad. Yeah. 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 And we talked about going through that and like, just how, like I use every aspect of, of a game or anything as a learning lesson. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my, my children came out ignorant like to, to the world. They came out ignorant to everything. Mm -hmm. So, I can't well, assume just, that they know not, stuff. Not just your kids, Archie. All of them. Yes. Everybody. We all yes. come out ignorant, right? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> see, I've had to, I've had to check my words wisely, right? Because when you say ignorant to some people, they hear stupid. Yeah. And it goes far left, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That's not what I meant. Like, right. Like I'm ignorant. Because yeah, we're if, all if ignorant I, of something. Yeah. Like if I, if I if I knew everything, then I wouldn't have to go to school. I wouldn't have to get a mm -hmm. license. I just did it, right? So we've all we've all had to evolve and continue to grow, which is that continued life learning. Yeah. So I, I tell it. my boys that um, the day you stop learning will be the day you die. Absolutely. I love so, that. I yeah. love that, man. I love the I love the advice and the guidance that you give to your children, man. You know, it takes me back to scripture where it's a scripture in Proverbs says a wise man leaves an inherit leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Yeah. And, you know, when we hear that word inheritance, a lot of times we think of material things. So that scripture is talking about material things and material wealth. And and I'm not saying it's not talking about that. Yeah. But what it's also talking about is the inheritance of the morals and the values yes. and the understanding of what to do. Do with those material aspects so you become a launching pad for that generation and the next generation so you know building the wealth without them understanding how to grow and you know more than just maintain it but how yeah. to keep it yes. grow it you know if you don't give them that as a part of the inheritance then you're right you go from one generation and you're right back yeah. you know so any generation can whether it's the wealthiest generation or the poorest generation in the world we live in right now, that thing could be changed in one Look, generation in a single yeah. generation with the amount of information that we all have access to. Yeah. You know, the internet, look, the internet can connect to the whole world. So with 
with our access to information that we have right now, literally, no matter where you are in the world, you your circumstances can be changed in a yeah. single generation. And it's crazy. Yeah. Never, never been nothing like that. We've the world's never experienced and seen anything like that. Yeah, um, I agree. I totally and he, agree. And look, Archie, even with that, people still, even with all of that, people still are not able to realize the results that they want. Um, they're just not tapping into it, even with yeah. that. So I, lo I love it, man. It's it's one of those things, man. I think um, you have to like you have to have patience with people. But then you have to kind of figure out how to connect with them, right, on on their level. Because like it's a lot of it's a lot of ignorance, but you can't get past the ignorance till they trust you, right? Right. So then, how do you trust somebody and say, "Hey, I can help you with your finances," and I don't want I don't want your bank account numbers. I don't want any of those things. I just want if. But most people might not even be real with you. Like, oh, I make this. Like, hey man, how much do you really make after taxes? Like, right. And if, if that's what you're making after taxes, then what are you doing with it? Like, how are you justifying your spending habits and the things that you feel like you deserve versus yeah. holding back a little bit, you know, sacrificing just a little bit so you can do the things you want to do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, man, you're, you're kind of steering me in the direction that I want to go anyway, brother. Like, you know, typically what I do halfway in the interview, we jump into, you know, some coaching and things like yeah. that. I knew that the people were going to really appreciate your story, man. So I really appreciate you sharing, you know, giving us a window into what you have going on. But one of, you know, a question that I always ask my guests as well is, you know, what's one of the biggest challenges that you're experiencing right now? And that could be whether in life, it could be in business, real estate, like whatever. Like what is what's a challenge for you? Honestly, like one of my biggest challenges now is overcoming, um, which is I'm talking to my boys about, too. But it's overcoming uh, negative thoughts and negative seeds that have been planted when I was young. Mm. that you know you you weren't you're not good enough um you don't deserve these things and it's so weird like i don't remember where it came from yeah so like i've i've genuinely been praying like okay god reveal to me where this came from so i could uproot it mm -hmm. because i know that fear is holding me back right so yeah. i i just truly believe that god has something for me mm -hmm. um because i do i i mean you don't boast about this but i, I just have a servant's heart like i, I just want to help yeah. like i genuinely want to help people yeah. And um, I just feel like in the heat of something, you tell me to do it. Hey, all right, we're on it. We're knocking it out. Even yeah. if I don't know how to do it, we can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But you tell me to talk about it. It's like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, think I, I should be able to figure it out. I think I can, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah. in this age, everybody boasts so much about themselves. Right. It's like you don't really know what to believe. That's because right. like when the rubber hits the road, it's like you said you do marketing, but like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. No. So, so look, man, here, here's the reality, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, just, uh, and again, just to give a little bit of credibility to what I'm about to tell you. So I've invested a lot of, I've invested a lot of money and I've invested a lot of time mm -hmm. as it relates to me getting certain certifications when it comes to coaching. Right. Yeah. So I just recently spent two weeks in Los Angeles oh, getting wow. a master's certification. Uh, and the different techniques that we use, we use neurolinguistics programming. We use, uh, you know, hypnotherapy, success coaching. Um, so, I, so I got uh, emotional freedom techniques. So I, I have a master certification. Uh, it took me a year just to be able to attend the class. It took me almost a year just to do the prerequisites, just to be wow. able to attend the class to get the master certification. Wow. So, so this is the place. That awesome, I'm, man. So, so guess what? Right. This is the place that I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. As as a descendant of African slaves, mm -hmm. right? You know, one of the things that you mentioned as it relate, and we're talking specifically about your challenge. Yeah. You mentioned fear. You mentioned anger. Yeah. Right. So we we we. I don't like to use the term negative emotion, but you know that's the best way for me to describe it. Because see, yeah. emotions are not negative or positive; they're signals. All right. But fear all. As a descendant of an African slave in this country, not only were we born into this, mm -hmm. generationally, there are ties that we have when it comes to anger, when it comes to fear, when it comes to sadness, when it comes to guilt, yeah. when it comes to shame. There are generational connections, meaning 
you know, one of the things that you said was, you know, God revealed to me when this came into me. But here's the reality. Mm. You came into it. Yeah. General generationally it came. Right. Yeah. So and one of the reasons and, and I had this, you know, I, I've had these revelations as I've been going through this process and getting learning these, you know, different techniques. There are techniques, actually, that we can tap into that we can remove those connections. Hmm. And one of the things that you said was, you know, that it's holding you back. Yeah. The reality is, is that you're true. Like there's a wisdom that you have and you don't even know it. Like and it's not just you, all of us in that community that until we deal with those connections when it comes to anger, sadness, fear, guilt, shame. Until we deal with those as a community, not just as individuals, as a community, we won't yeah. realize yeah. the true potential of who we are. Yeah, so, I agree. so one of the things that I say, you know, I'm going to come up with a new catchphrase. I'm going to be like, hey, man, you need a session with me. <laughs> like, I'm just telling people that, right? Because literally there's a technique, we call them time techniques, where we can travel mm-hmm. along the timeline and we can go back generationally. Yeah, we can address those tides and release those ties. And so when I tell people, hey, you spend 12 months with me, you going your life is transformed. Like you are going yeah. to be an entirely new person. It's because we're going back and we're cutting things, we're releasing things and we're opening up things. And then you're going to start seeing potential and results mm-hmm. realize that, man, you you just not you're you're not ready for. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that you mentioned earlier is. People know this stuff and they're not telling us, right? It's the same thing with finances, right? People yeah. know these things. People know that there's solutions and there are, there are strategies and there are techniques that can help release us from these unconscious bonds, these invisible yeah. you know, chains that can release us to help us realize our potential and not saying anything about it. But that's why they need people like us, Archie, like you and like myself. To where we can pour into our community and we can assist our community with breaking free. Yeah. So we can begin to build again as a community. Right. So, we so there's there's my, there's something that, that came to mind when you mentioned when you said that. Um, I had somebody tell me when we were talking about finances, and I think it pertains to everything that you just mentioned too, right? And one of the things was um a lion is not going to tell a gazelle how to get away, <laughs> right? The, it, the predator will never tell the prey how to avoid me consuming you. Right. And it's the same thing with the financial aspect, with the emotional yeah. aspect. Like they, yeah. um, a lot of a lot of things is put on based off of fear. Yeah. So they guide the the, the consumer, right? Yeah. I think people watch TV and they hear consumer, and don't even realize they're talking about you. Right. Like they don't even realize, like they didn't call you people; they call you consumers. Right, right, right. right. You're a category. <laughs> yeah, but once you figure out how to become a predator, right, you can sit at the table with them. They don't even care. But they're not gonna teach you how to do it. That's right. But once you get there, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, hey, you got to get his own little domain now. So that's right, right. Yeah. They gave it to some awareness. Yeah. <laughs> right? I love it, man. So, um, so yeah, so you know, a couple of things. Number one, you're right. Like you're, you are correct to be. Um, uh, to be honest with yourself and understand Mm. that unless those things have been dealt with. And again, it's one of those things, right? I said it took me years to figure out the whole SEO coach, Mike. I'm speaking to you from an experience that I just recently had that I didn't even understand how angry I was. I didn't understand. I didn't, I mean, I I didn't like, I I, I didn't understand that what was happening as it related to what I was trying to contribute to my community was coming from a place of anger. It wasn't really coming from a place of love. Yeah. Right. So I didn't understand the anger. I didn't understand the guilt. Right. I didn't understand the shame. Right. There are certain narratives that are that have been created about who we are as Mm -hmm. citizens in this country. And I didn't understand that I had I had subscribed to the narrative and began to believe the narrative. You don't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah, I had a a friend of mine. We were talking and I just was I was just expressing my hate. You know, and he he looked at me. He was like, Archie, that don't sound like you. Like, I've been knowing you like for half your life, if not more. I've never heard you speak like that. And I was like, man, I just I just have this thing. And I realized that it is not hate toward a specific like 
person, right? Is more toward like um, privilege mm-hmm. and uh, entitlement and things like that. That because when you do that, those when you have those that kind of attitude, you come off a certain way, mm-hmm. and and then you start looking down on people, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that me, me and my wife and just some just friends we've been talking about, like how do you build up a community without hating somebody else? Like you, it's not like you have to stand on them to grow, right? Like right. you can grow without stepping on them to do that. Right. Just because we were stepped on to get that doesn't mean we have to step on them to get that. Right. So how can we build ourselves up and still allow everybody to be everybody? Right. You know, right. everybody's well, everybody. But I think how I, do may, you build I think I may I think I may have an answer to that. Right. And it just yeah. kind of came to me. So mm-hmm. if I'm inside of a cage, mm-hmm. if I'm inside of a cage and all I see, think just think of being in the zoo. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm inside of a cage. And all I see are people outside the cage freely able to do whatever they want to do, right? At some point, I'm going to begin to hate them, right? Yeah. Now, here, here's the reality. They're not the ones responsible for me being in the cage. Exactly. Right? What I should yeah. be angry about, what I should be, what I should hate, right, is whatever... How how did I get here? Whatever the cause of me getting in the cage is where my issue should be. Yeah. Right. But for most of us, it's not we're not angry or hate or sad about whatever caused us to be in it. We're sad, angry, frustrated about the others that are not in here with us. Yeah. Right. So to your to your question, how do we how do we how, how do we do that? Like, how do I fix my situation without like, how do I, how do I get out the cage without putting them in the cage? Right. Like, mm-hmm. how do I, how do I fix the situation? Like, how do I yeah. fix the situation without hating them? Move the bars. <laughs> get out the cage. That's it. Right. Because here's the reality, Archie, what we, what we have to come to a realization of is mm-hmm. the cage is not locked. You can get out of it. That, right? So yes. the way, the way that we get our community to where we're building and we begin to live out our potential to where mm-hmm. we're not concerned about other communities is where when we get out the cage, we're still in it. When we get out the cage, then all of that stuff is going to go away. But we got to get out the cage first. And they need and, us. And that, menta- that mentality, right? That mindset change. Yeah. You shift them yeah. like because like I had I just I genuinely had this conversation. It's been a, a couple months back now. And I was sitting down talking to my wife and I was like, I had a revelation. I was like, I've been hustling and trying to survive so much to where now I have to change my mindset on thriving. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can survive and survive. I, drop me anywhere. I can make it work. Right. Yeah. But then how do you thrive when you once you get the stuff? Because yeah. you're so used to trying to hurry up and get it. Yeah. Now you got it. Now what do you do with it? Absolutely. You know, hey, so look, that's kind of like the mindset shift I've had to have. Yeah. And and look, man, this is this is great, bro. We'll be talking about this all day, man. Like, if I, I, see, these are these are the kind of conversations that I wish that I had an hour show because I could be going back and forth with you. Like this. But this is, but you know what? This is great information, man. And I think it would be very, you know, it's good, great information that our community needs to hear. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this last thing, man, and then I'm gonna give you an opportunity to give your final words, right? Okay. So I was watching the video of Deion Sanders talking to the players at Jackson State. So for those of you all that are not aware of this, Deion yeah. Sanders just took on the uh, Colorado, University of Colorado University job. Yeah. Um, and he had been with Jackson State for a couple of years. And ever since he had been there, Jackson State then won the swag like they killing it. Right. So he completely transformed that, that culture. So now he's accepted this. They brought well, they brought game day and everything. They were doing all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he's making a humongous yeah. impact. But what really spoke volumes to me, and I was just randomly, I was really everybody keeps talking about his conversation to the people in Colorado. So I was looking for that uh, that speech that he had with those new players that he was mm-hmm. going to have. But what I tripped, what I came across was the conversation that he had with his former players at Jackson State, letting them know before anybody else yeah. what he was doing yeah right and i felt like that was that was very powerful we yeah. talk about you know like you said earlier about you know raising men that's what that looks like to to voluntarily walk into the fire right 
and address it. Yeah. But okay. But so that alone was powerful. But this is something that he said, and it's to your point, right? You mentioned how you you've been hustling for so long when it came to your wife. Like I used to call it surviving. Like I'm in, out here surviving. Like how do you get to thriving? One of the things that Dion said to his players, he was like, "Look, I'm not doing this. This ain't about a bag, right? Because everybody's talking about chasing the bag." He said, "This ain't about a bag." See, I've been making money a long time. This ain't about a bag. You know, he and this he's saying it's about a greater calling, a greater impact, a greater opportunity. He said, this is not about a bag. This is about an opportunity. Right. He said, it's not about a bag, not about chasing a bag. He mm -hmm. said, I don't chase the bag. The bag chases me. Hmm. And that's that's a mind shift that I had just recently had as well, Archie, that yeah. is we're not chasing this no more. What we do is we have to put ourselves in a position to where we attract it. Yes. Right. There's so much value that we provide in the marketplace. Right. And and, it's, and literally he said this. I, I promise you, Archie, I can't make this stuff up. No, I, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this video this morning, like around yeah. 30. Right. Yeah. Not knowing that it was going to come up in our conversation. But, you know, that's just how that's just how things work. That's how yeah. God works, the universe, the spirit, whatever you want to call it. That's how it works. He said, I, I don't chase the bag. I attract it. He says, I focus on making, creating as much value, helping as many people as I can. And I, and I know that the bag will follow. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what it's about. Right. Yeah. All I right. Agree. So look, give what, what final words, final words for the people, Archie, you know, anything that we didn't talk about, you want the people to know, man, the floor is yours. Well, so for me, the, one of the things, and I'll make it quick, um, is just how I got into real estate. Uh, my thought process um, was, again, I, I, I grew up in a single family home. And one of the things my mom wanted to do was to own a home, a place that we could come home to, like to start building that legacy. And that never happened. Right. Um, and as I gone old, gotten older and I started seeing how money works and how stuff happens, I'm like, wait, she could have. But she didn't have anybody that's willing to work with her. Yeah. So, like, if the, the budget wasn't big enough for a realtor to actually help her, then, you know, why would they? Right? right. So I felt like I've been caught called to help people that feel like it's not good enough. Like I had a lady come to me. Um, she got approved for under a hundred thousand mm. dollars and she genuinely apologized. <laughs> and I had to look at her and I was like, it's still, it's still, it's still $90,000. Like that's still a lot of money. Yeah, like yeah. it may not be where you want to be. may not be wherever you desire. You think you should be, but it's a starting point. Right. Right. And then once you figure out, like I, I tell everybody depending on their budget, right. Like you get a, this is your first home. It doesn't have to be your last. Right. So how do you make this an investment property? How do you build this? Yeah, it's, it's just stories like that I've had um, working with people, being able to help um, help people uh, yeah. through stuff like that. So, well, good, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, well, I, well, I'm so grateful that you came on today, man. This has been a joy. I know, you know, I got a lot. I got a lot out of it. And I know that there are others I, I see in the comments, you know, <laughs> people appreciating you and appreciating us for the conversation and the things that we're having. Um, so, man, look, I wish you a lot of luck. I know this won't be the last time that we're crossing paths. You know, the heart and the passion that you have for our community. You're, you know, I hope that you join. Did you join the Houston Black Real Estate Association? Yes, I did. When you when I when I met you, so I, I had joined a few. Now you're calling me out, right? But I'm glad I did. <laughs> so when I met you, um, I think it was a couple of months before then. I just did the orientation that morning. Okay, so, good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a realtist as well. <laughs> yes, yes. Because your heart aligns exactly with what we're about with that yeah. organization. Yeah. If anybody else cares about the black community, getting more black people in homes, that cares about democracy and housing, you know, people feel like, oh, they hear the Houston Black Real Estate Association. They're like, oh, you got to be black. Now, you don't have to be black. You just got to care about what black folks care about. Yeah. And what we care about is putting more black people in the homes. We care about democracy and housing. You know, we care about you know, bridging the gap when it comes yeah. to this wealth piece. So if you care about that, boom, yes, you need to, you today, you need to become a member of the Houston Black Real Estate Association. But yes, I'm glad that you are a member. And as we move into next year, 2023, we're going to be yeah. doing a lot of work together. Yeah, I'm um, trying to look, I'm trying to get on your committee. <laughs> hey, you own it, brother. You ain't got to try no more. It's done. Stamp, sealed, and delivered. Okay? <laughs> we got this. All right, man. Well, look, again, thank you, brother. I know this won't be the last, man. I wish you a yes. lot of success. Bless you. I appreciate it.
Awesome. All right, family. Man, I know we went long, bro. We went long. I know we went long. Uh, so don't get on me. But I mean, I get pulled into those kind of great conversations, man. And I, I just want to uh, stay in it as much as I can. But look, before I let y'all go, want to give you a rundown on, you know, everything that we have coming up. Um, so tomorrow, uh, I am actually at CEO Coach Mike is doing a training uh, for tomorrow. Um, we um, the training is going to start at 12 o'clock. OK, um, it is going to be a business planning, business planning, part one training that we're going to be doing tomorrow at 12 o'clock by yours truly. All right. The goal is to make sure that as you begin 2023, that you have a solid blueprint to operate from. We're going to be talking about how to set you up for success. So when you begin executing, right, it's all about execution. It's one thing to plan, but if you don't plan it in such a way to where you can easily and effortlessly execute the plan, then you're still not going to be able to realize the results that you want to realize. These are the things that we're going to be talking about on tomorrow. So you need to right now go to www.brooksanddavis.com and you need to reserve your spot. Um, I'm going to be here in person, um, but we're also going to be on Zoom, right? I'm, I'm all about energy, man. So I feel like you for you to get the most out of anything that you need to come in person. But if you can't make it, Zoom is always an option, right? Um, so we're going to be doing that tomorrow, December 7th at 12 o'clock. Yours truly is going to be presenting, uh, training you guys on that. So, and I guess since it says part one, I'm assuming there's going to be a part two. Because <laughs> that's how we rock out here in Brooks and Davis. All right. Um, that's Wednesday. Thursday, we are going to have uh, the Prime Real Estate Network which is we definitely welcome the newest member of the BND TV's weekly lineup. Um, that's where our co-founder, Larry W. Brooks, along with Rick Davis, uh, my co-host on Monday Night Live, they interview entrepreneurs uh, every um, week at Thursday at 12 o'clock. They interview again, another way goes live on YouTube as well as Facebook. Their guest for this week is Mr. Marcus Bowers. He's the founder. He calls himself a global globalpreneur, uh, and he is the founder of uh, She's Happy Hair. So they're going to be interviewing him. It's going to be a great interview. So you'll be able to tap into that live on Thursday at twelve o'clock. Uh, we also have a we have our hands-on mentee workshop, which is Thursday at eleven a.m. Uh, this is for members of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Um, as many of you know, at Brooks and Davis, we see support as, you know, getting encouragement, getting access to resources, getting access to tools, you know, uh, get training. We also see mentorship. We see coaching. So at Brooks and Davis, not only do you get a coach, right, you also get a mentor and that mentor is there designed to help you deal with the nuts and bolts, the more mechanics of real estate. So once a month, we do a, a mentee workshop, hands-on, in office. So we're going to be doing that this Thursday at 11 o'clock. The topic is going to be for buyer consultations. Now, again, you got to be a member of Brooks and Davis. So um, for all of my members, all of my agents, Brooks and Davis agents that are mentees, uh, as long as you're on the commission split plan, come to the mentee workshop, learn about buyer consultations to make you more skilled when it comes to conversion and growing your business. So that's going to be on Thursday at 11 a.m. Our head of agent development, Dion Collier, is going to be facilitating that meeting. It's going to be phenomenal. All right. So we also, on Thursday, Thursday is going to be super busy. We have a vendor, iTrip Vacations. They're going to be coming in and they're going to be talking about um, their tool that it could be very valid for your clients that have a rental property that want to get into the short-term rental market. Uh, they're property managers that can uh, that can help with that. So they're a, a, a great tool. Come hear about their strategy and their program. Again, it's going to be in-person and virtual. So go to the website, reserve your spot so you can participate 
and learn more. Again, get you an added tool to make you more valuable. That was something that Reggie, I mean, I'm sorry, that was something that Archie and I talked about. It's how do you make yourself more valuable to the marketplace to where you attract the bag and you're not chasing it? Well, this is one of those things. Have something, some resource, something that the consumer can't access on their own. And that's why they need you to be tapped in. Well, you're able to learn about that on Thursday at 12. Okay. Uh, and then also on Thursday, we're going to be doing our builders field trip. It's something that we do at Brooks and Davis. We have builder partners. So a part of our brokerage firm, we have relationships within Perry, within DR Horton, within Angelia Homes, within Oracle Homes. We have relationships. So once a week, we go and visit one of our builder, uh, builder partners. It's a great opportunity to take our new agents, to show them how to build those relationships, as well as to become get present inside of the different builder communities, build relationships with the different sales counselors, gain information of what the builder's products that they have available and what they offer so we can take them back to our spheres of influence and we can begin to promote and market and leverage let the marketplace know what is available so we do that every week so this thursday we're going to be doing that uh we're going to be meeting at 2830 bethnal garden houston texas uh at the builder community that's going to be there so that's going to be thursday at two o'clock um and then we are we have our holiday i mean i'm sorry we have our real estate career night that's coming up right so save the date not this thursday but next thursday december 15th something that i do we do once a month where yours truly at ceo coach mike makes himself available to not just brooks and davis agents to the entire industry for one night a month i become the industry's broker so if your broker won't answer your questions, if they won't answer your phone calls, if they won't get back to you, one night, the industry's broker, a.k.a. SEO Coach Mike, is available to you. So you can come in person at our Central Coaching and Training Center or connect with me on Instagram. I'm going to go live on that day. So it'll be myself as well as our head of agent of member recruitment, Ms. Laverne Moore. We tag team it. So we're going to be doing that at five o'clock on Thursday, the 15th. Uh, and then also what's coming up is our holiday party. Two times a year, we do big community events. One is our holiday party uh, and one is our fan reunion. We do that in the summertime. So holiday party, if you missed the holiday party last year, then you should be shame of yourself for denying yourself of the greatness that comes with the Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm holiday party. It was a phenomenal event and we got footage. So you can go to our website, I mean, our YouTube channel, and you can check out the video from last year's holiday party so you'll know what you missed last year and to ensure that you don't miss it this year. Okay? So again, www.brooksanddavis.com. Reserve your spot. Don't be the one missing out. Don't be that dude. You know what I'm saying? That everybody else is talking about. And you don't you can't participate because you didn't come. Don't be that person. All right. So we got the holiday party coming up. And uh, I think the final thing that we have coming up is the gun training. Yes. So we have our gun training. Um, that's where that's coming up on the Saturday, the 17th. Um, so, again, that's something that we do. Save the date. And then we also have our pre home buyer session is on the same day. Uh, so save the date for that as well, December 17th. So those are some upcoming events. All right. So again, we got a we have a, a full roster as always here at Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. A uh, quick reminder before I let you go, if you have a real estate need, like looking to buy a house, uh, putting your house on the market for sale, maybe you are interested in getting your real estate license or looking for a change in brokerage, stay on after I let you guys go uh, for a very special message. With that being said, this has been a longer than expected Real to Life podcast. I want to give a shout out to my guest, Mr. Archie McCoy. Phenomenal conversation. Um, and, you know, that's why we went a little longer, but it was well worth it. Uh, I am your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, realtor plus business coach. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. Make it a great one. It's time to take off, baby. Hey, 
This is Michael G. Davis, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC. I am also a realtor plus business coach. If you are currently have a real estate need or you're in the process of getting your real estate license or maybe you've already gotten your license, awesome. Watch this whole video because I have some outstanding news just for you. Now, if you are considering buying a home, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment to schedule a showing for you to see any property in the Houston Metroplex. But when you hire our real estate company to help you, we will hold your hand and guide you through the home buying process step by step. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Or maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. We want you to know that we offer at no cost or no commitment a couple of things. First is a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report for your home. This report will show you the amount of buying and selling that has taken place within your neighborhood within the most recent six to 12 months. All we need is your mailing address and email address to get the report over to you. We also offer at no cost or commitment a free in-person property condition home evaluation. This is where one of our real estate professionals will come into your home and give you recommendations and advice on what changes to make to the condition of your home and talk with you about how these changes could help sell your home faster and or for more money. But when you hire our real estate company to help you sell your home, we will put your home in front of more active home buyers than any other realtor. Just visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or with a brokerage firm and thinking of making a change, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment for you to be able to attend any Brooks and Davis real estate firm training or event. But when you join our firm, we will show you how to get everything you want using your real estate license. And what we believe real estate professionals want are an outstanding quality of life, the freedom of having options, and the ability to pursue what makes them happy. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more.